another episode of the Battle of the Lamet. This is the Power Rankings episode, and I've got Bud and Justin here. What's up, fellas? Feel the power! Sorry, I didn't mean to yell on that one. I'm just freaking psyched. You should be psyched. That was an awesome shilling for hip-hop. Yeah, totally. Hey, it's about where it was last year, and uh, I'm outranked by a hat, so I've got places I can go. Justin, oh wait, we got the we got number eleven and number one. That's right, that's right, and uh, and this is instant reaction. I mean, the power rankings just wrapped up an hour ago, and uh, the blood's still pumping. But we're not going to get to that quite yet. Ah, okay. We, first of all, what's been going on? Like, let's not talk about this whole virus nonsense. We're not going into that. Forget it. This is not about that. But let's talk. Let's go back a few days. Let's talk a little April Fools. But what do you think? Uh, so I do feel terrible. This is like many of those long running <laughs> things that happen on Slack where it's like, hey, 800 messages later, what have I been doing? I can't go back and read them. So I'll read the last five and, and have zero take on what's happening. I'm all ask news till tomorrow and try and start over. Uh, so I, I did reread it and I, ha ha, got me. <laughs> you miss out on every April Fool's joke. <laughs> I think because I came from the store that you guys were in, when you guys pulled all that April Fool's bullshit, that I just, I don't get involved anymore. I've luckily haven't been on the, uh, the tail end of anything yet, so... No, not yet. Well, we, it would be fun to try to prank you because you wouldn't know when you were being pranked for like days <laughs> later, you know? That's that's the long game. You got to really <laughs> run a long game on this guy. Yeah, next year it'll just be buds on every day constantly and that'll be the April Fool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be a good one. It's like, why does this, why is this guy got a comment about everything? What a dick. <laughs> Sure. I liked it better when he never showed up. Well, do you know what happened? Do you, do you know? Or do yeah, we explain it to you. Yeah, go ahead and explain it. <laughs> I want to make sure I got the cliff notes through all 600 messages. Well, so Duck Cowboy, this is, I'm, I'm putting this one on Duck Cowboy. This was his, how did we come up with this? April well, thing? let me, I'll tell you, because my antennas were up as we're getting close to the, <laughs> first first day of april usually the victim <laughs> exactly so my strategy was hey if i ask you to do an april fool's joke and it kind of came across like hey i got this idea to do one unless you're already doing one with other people that's right you actually hit me up and said you doing an april fool's joke this year and i said no you want to do one let's do it <laughs> yeah. so it was a, yeah it was a two it. it was a two-pronged uh, approach because at least that way i knew i wasn't getting fooled again and uh and that i could at least be a part of it so i think we just pitched around a couple ideas but really the main thought process was everyone liked this guy electrocutioner well, well but first they hadn't met him the big gamble was we gotta hope that everyone likes this guy because if they don't then it's not much of a joke when we don't bring him on <laughs> because the 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 antithesis of the joke was to be that we're going back to 10 that's what we were trying to get to. That was the goal. And it was, we couldn't quite get there. You know, it was like, I don't think anyone ever once believed we were going back to 10. Like that never, that well, never happened. 
we knew that we knew that if we got to 11 and we had already kind of combed through a bunch of different candidates out there. So we knew if, it, if, if we said no for whatever reason to the electrocutioner that we would be at 11 and that just because of obstacles with where we're at, that the, the only thing that would really make sense would be to go down to, to 10. And that's, now, and that's where you guys should have brought me in. So I could have been like, nobody likes Boston Stranglers. Get rid of him. We're back to 10. Well, as it went, we were kind of making it up as <laughs> as we went, and the antennas were up right from the get-go. So yeah, we had to call electrocutioner and say, "Look, you're in." Actually, <laughs> I should say before that, the the interview went well. Everyone loved him, right? And so then after he got off, it was my job to kind of stir up some type of controversy. Or else it was it wouldn't make sense as to why we're not getting him. So it was it was like well I th I mean I guess we all liked him, but what are the things? What are some negatives out there? We got to at least we can't just have a clean sweep. Like we got to have a couple of negatives. So then, so then so then so then I had a conversation with Enzo to say I wanted everyone to be one hundred percent like like one hundred percent. He's like, well, I can't be hundred percent. You know, no one can be hundred percent. And so I'm like. So I, I just asked everybody what they didn't like or whatever, and Justin put enough doubt in everyone's mind that they were trying to come up with stuff. And it was all the same kind of stuff. His experience doesn't do IDP, doesn't do keepers, PPR, whatever. So it was pretty pretty easy. Sorry, Justin, I just had to throw that in there. No, that's right. And so then we had to, you know, we contacted him and said, hey, look, you're in, but a caveat to being in is we need you to be a part of the April Fool's joke. <laughs> we do this every year. And so you're going to have to kind of go with it if you want in. So he's like, no problem. I'm in his first phone call or text. I think it was a phone call maybe was to Hawk Attack to be like, these guys are assholes. Wasted my, waste, wasted my time. Yeah. And when I blew it, I blew it because what I should have done, like if anybody were to bring in somebody into the league and they didn't get in and we did this whole interview process and we, we didn't take them, they would be the first person I would call and say, hey, your buddy's not getting in. Right? Yeah, before and it I, gets to you, before it gets to you, I want to let you know that he's not getting in. But yeah, that, and, and, and I didn't do that. I Gosh, I screwed it up. So right away. About 30 minutes later, I was like, yeah. Gosh. So right away, we're getting, we're getting texts from the electrocutioner who's saying, he's calling April Fool's jokes. You know, it was like, uh, it was like the, the background, the loss prevention uh, police officer background check hawk attack was like sniffing like a bloodhound. Well, and I tried to I tried to slack him afterwards to say, "Hey, do you have a minute to chat?" You know, like, I, and I knew he was already texting with the execution or <laughs> electrocutioner, so he's already <laughs> texting with them. But he wouldn't respond to me, and I was like, "Oh man, he's pissed," you know. And I was like, "Gosh, dang it, I blew it." So, so then I sent him a text saying, "It's an April Fool's joke, you know. We need your help a lot." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh, I didn't see all these." I'm, I'm back here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so then he was, he was. So then Marty was in on it, and it actually helped out a lot having Marty in on it because then Marty sent out this kind of snarky comment that is very on point. You know, like when I, I sent out things saying, "Oh, we got these three options. It could be 
we go back to 10, you know, the league runs it, you know, or whatever. We had a couple options and then Hawk Attack sent another one saying, or we could interview somebody, a good candidate, not take him or whatever he said there was perfect. It was perfect. The problem was we had to be careful. At that point, it was, hey, let's have Hawk Attack get it, just go off the the deep end like he's done in the past <laughs> and, assen- and essentially you know quit and kick him kick himself out of the league so we let it kind of fester around but we really tried to push the 10 and then on tuesday night we got we really got we sucked in irish puddles and he started to to kind of freak out a little bit you know and <laughs> And that was what really helped us on Tuesday night because he was, I sent him a thing going, I just sent him a, a Slack that I just said, freaking Hawk. That's all I said. I sent that to him and then he was, you know, God, it was awesome. And, 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 and Hawk's, Hawk's throwing stuff out there, jabs at the commissioner out there on general. And and IP's going, dude, chill, chill, man. Just chill. You know, DMing him like you gotta you gotta settle down. You're gonna get in trouble. Well, and, it was like we had Bungo called it pretty early on, you know. He yeah. once he once we started throwing stuff around, he called it and he was the only one that really called it though. Well, right? I think I think I think Boston kind of followed suit. He was he and he and Bungo were they weren't gonna get got and so because of that they just kind of stayed quiet the whole time. Um, yeah, we just get up them to do that. Yeah, but definitely products, Irish puddles, gore. Yeah, those three got they got it bad because Enzo knew as well by the end he he was on it. But because we really wanted to pin this on Enzo, but <clears> then it, we it kind of ended up just naturally going to it got gore super good, which is awesome because he screwed the last one, and then. <laughs> uh, and then products was totally like all in, like he had no idea. And then Irish puddles, Irish puddles have been on all the other jokes. So this one was awesome, just to kind of like you know stick it to Irish puddles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of feels good about kind of anything. Just anything, anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that was it. I mean, uh, it ended up just. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. It was it was fun for everybody. I think it was a good distraction for the guys you know on monday tuesday and wednesday and just you know we all need those distractions so that's why i thought it'd be good for us to roll with the roll with the joke but let's do some what's on tap what's on tap that cowboy what's on tap and it's limited because it's just kind of what i have in my fridge here and i took a picture of this one sent it out i know there are a lot of uh what's on taps that end up being 10 barrel but this was the pearl didn't you have that on there the other day i did i did now that wasn't an official what's on tap that's a uh, uh, podcast edition oh products so, just put uh what's on tap on slack i love that he's like at a bar or something he's at ancestry just down the street from what here. that son of a mm. is he oh i wish i was at a, it, all the it shows like the stools upside down on the, on the, on the bar <laughs> oh he's probably picking up picking up a keg or something Piney IPA to go. Uh, IPA to go. Oh, you know, that's the thing with the people that, uh, you know, he's been really busy through this whole virus thing and working. And I think that the people that are out and about every single day are kind of in a different state of mind than the people that are just inside all the time, you know? Yeah, which we said we're not going to get into. Exactly. So I wanted to say, what's on tap? The Pearl Edition. (laughs) 
Now, they made this for Northwest Portland, 14th and uh, Flanders, I believe. And hmm. that's why they call it the Pearl. It's delicious. Get out, get some nice little view. Yeah, I like that. Like that. What, what about you, bud? You got something. You just got one delivered. What are you? Uh... Oh, that was. I uh, I stocked up earlier. I had the uh, the fresh squeezed shoots, uh, and I moved on to a uh, in honor of the podcast. Uh, it's the Mohays Migration Brewing. It's uh, I like to have a lot of that in the house. That's uh, oh, I hey, like it, good. and uh, wife likes it quite a bit. So it's a good shareable uh, fruity hazy IPA. It's one okay. of my faves. Yeah, I love it. Nice. Well, let's let's talk about the uh, logos real quick. Um, I'm just gonna say one thing about the logos. I think the logos, what what everyone did, couldn't have gone, couldn't have been better. Like I think what happened, the changes were were spot on. I felt like what everyone did was just very much so in, in line with the league and everything. Like, and I, I'll 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 start with yours, bud. Like. Your logo is classic. You can never, it's, you can uh, never outdo that logo. <laughs> it's that stupid college rule paper. <laughs> I mean, yours is classic, but the purple, you know, with the, you know, the, the purple uh, hippo the, and all the, the helmets, freaking sweet, dude. Yeah. I uh, I told you guys what the, uh, the, how I came up with that, right? I don't know if you did. I thought one of your kids did. No, I had. But... I think I had two days to turn it in on a deadline, <laughs> and we were we were flying back from Hawaii, and I saw. I think there was somebody with like a purple backpack sitting on the plane with like a hippo, and then like some stupid sunglasses pinned onto something else. And so, I think I just grabbed one of the boys' notepads or something and just scribbled it on there clearly. And I'm like, done, done, done. Check that off the box. And I said to myself, you know what that looks like? A championship logo. And you were right. And it is. It. Yeah. <laughs> you were right, you son of a bitch. <laughs> dang it. Yeah. It does. Uh, it makes me laugh every time I look at it. I love it. The upgrade onto the helmets made it look even better. So thanks to Hawk. I yeah, I like the I like the purple helmet. I I think it 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 was nice, man. I think you did a great job. So well done there. Um, Very well done. But let's let's it, it, we'll go, let's just go through all of them. So I think like Bungles is good. Like I'm glad he didn't make a change. I think the you know his his state of Ohio and the Bengals, the Bungles, and all that totally sweet. Products, I think Products has always had one of the cooler logos. I like that he sharpened it up. You know, he, he took kind of that. There used to be like a fog around it. Did you guys notice that the E in end zone is more rounded now? Yeah. Because, you know, it looks way different. There's more lightning bolts. Come on. What's wrong with those guys? You, did you see BS in with Bungo, bud? <laughs> I... I... <laughs> I pulled them. I put them right next to each other just to see really what was going on. <laughs> they almost convinced. I think they almost convinced everybody. I was like, I guess it does look a little different. Like that's in my own mind, and I know it's not different. And I was just like, oh yeah, is that E more curved? I'm like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, but it's just so awesome because it's. And to your point, like we're getting 
more and more on brand and that's so on brand for for Inzone. you know he hasn't changed keepers in three years like I think, gonna, I think he's gonna change a logo yeah and i like that he put the 13 on one side you know that was pretty cool if anything he um, should have made it just a little blurrier right yeah total that would have been more on brand all right let's let's talk a little bit about that cowboy let's talk about yours like where's the Tell us the inspiration. Tell us how you got to, this is a pretty massive change. Well, I had tried to incorporate the old logo kind of into the new logo quite a few different ways. And um, it just wasn't working out. And I kind of liked ultimately the DC. I'm, I, I wanted to incorporate that as best as possible. It's kind of one of those things that's just stuck. Um, and so it needed to be updated into the logo. When I found that DC shield, when I kind of got that put together, it was how do we build something around here? And the old logo uh, ultimately just kind of found its way out. But when we have throwback weeks and stuff, DuckTales will be back and, and he's gonna still, <laughs> he's still gonna have his personality uh, on it. But ultimately this is, uh, this is a new, new direction, new direction we're going. And, uh, I think it gives me a lot of options. We'll see. I'm going to play with a lot of different options with the one logo. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I like it on the white. I think the the helmet the helmet looks great. Like you have a and then what's cool about your logo is there's a lot of variations that you can take off of that. You yep. know, you like originally I thought it'd be cool just to have the DC and the wings, but I like the duck hat. I never liked the duck cowboy on the bottom. I've been very open to you about that. I think it's <laughs> stupid. You need to remove it. Like pull it together, man you know yeah yeah well it's just another option and ultimately um you know we're about generating revenue here and so that i think that the uh when all the the t-shirt lines as uh, bs and Mabongo said it is a sweet looking t-shirt and uh we'll just have a lot of different options with it throughout the year i like it though yeah it's 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 great i, I do like it i think it gets flexibility it's going to be one of those ones i can do a lot with well let's go on to irish puddles i think his was very different i'm very surprised that he made a change because i thought that his logo again was i felt that it was very irish and very duck and very everything <clears throat> and i i'm very surprised that wildcard willie thought his was the best um very very surprised <laughs> yeah. i've never i've never seen that guy before but he is a loose cannon and is way too drunk and way too masked up to make decisions about or opinions about our league that's what i'm yeah. saying i i now i think he lost a lot of credibility today um by going with irish puddles as the the kind of the main the best one i mean the helmet does look cool kind of got that little bit of Miami Dolphins feel to it you know kind of the you you know what we'll say but uh, you know it's, I, it's a good change it's a good change no I think it looks I think it looks really really good I just don't think that it matches Irish puddles much um you know the uh I guess the pipe in there is and I get kind of this old Irish guy but I mean when you think of IP there's a handful of things that you think of right away <laughs> And none of them are in the logo. I think the logo itself looks great. I just don't know if it matches necessarily Irish puddles. I feel like this is the worst redo that I've seen in quite a while. Wow. It doesn't, this doesn't say Irish puddles to me. This, I'm all, 
if you look at his old logo, he clearly had a team at Wyden and Kennedy put time into it. <laughs> this, yeah. I think he texted one of my boys without asking and said, hey, can you slap some crap on a helmet and give it to me for this year? <laughs> and so I just, I'm, I'm unhappy with it. The, I'm like, he could have put a Schmedium t-shirt under an umbrella and it would have been better. Wow, so just, that is harsh. Dang. I don't like it. I'm I'm a big fan of his old logo, and uh, I is it too late to go back, CJ? It is. It's too late. You got to live with it. He's gonna have to live with it. What's the What's the minimum amount of time he can have this for before he can just immediately switch back? Because well, T-shirts are not in production yet. That's a hot. I mean, that's a harsh take. I mean, that's a big take. I like the boldness of the take. <laughs> I just. I don't know if it's that bad. I, I I think that the logo itself is a pretty nice logo. It's just not Irish puddles. And the well, colors, I, think, I actually kind of like the colors too. It's like the old uh, Dolphins jerseys from the 70s. I like, I like the helmet if you were to take the logo off of it. So, <laughs> I just, it's so like... I don't know. I feel terrible. I liked his old logo so much. It's it's fun. It's playful. It's not what he is. And so it kind of gave you that false sense of he's a nice guy. And this is like, I can imagine that being him walking around in Portland downtown somewhere. Wow. Wow. That is that is quite the take. That's why you hate Wildcard Willie as well. Is that why? This um, I he's he is uh he's wild card really uh did did it did anyone else notice that the only person that he gave a bag of dicks to was a guy that had the words bag of dicks in his walk-up song <laughs> I did. That's pretty awesome. everyone feel free to go back and listen to number 11 and it's in my walk-up song probably wouldn't have chose that song had i known i was getting slapped with that from <laughs> You know what? Wacky Willie. <laughs> Wacky I'm a, Willie. I'm a, huh, that's, uh, that's saying something, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Not a big yeah. fan of Wild Not Card. a big fan. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Well, let's move on to the next one. The next three, I think, are really good. So, um, He Got Me. Like, I now, He Got Me's got three logos now. Like, he, <laughs> he went all over. <laughs> He's got, he's got his main logo. And the, the cool thing about these logos is there's a lot of, he's got a lot of personal inspiration in these logos, right? They mean stuff about his mom, about his football career, about a lot of personal things, mm -hmm. you know? And I, so I, I, I really like what he's doing here. This is, all this stuff is representative of him, right? Like, and, and I think there's more in here that any of us probably understand or know but I know that he put a lot of his kind of, he put a lot of himself into his logos. So that's yeah. why I was super, super excited about it. I like that, that he, that he got me one, the H equal four, you know, I like that. And his helmet logo, it's freaking dope, man. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I think he got, he got the, he has, this is the best change uh, of any of them. I'm just giving him a hard time because there are a lot of different options in there. You got <laughs> to edit down a little bit. Like, and I like the little robber guy. I think he's pretty cool. He just can't be on there as another logo. It's like a third alter, al alternate type yeah. deal. 
I don't know how I'm ever going to use that in. He's he's only he's only going to use that on Thursday night games though. So oh, right. That's that's so, how he's going to sure. limit it to the, uh, the the flood uniforms and the alternate logos. Color color rush. <laughs> color rush. Yeah. <laughs> I just say the last thing. The problem is I just really liked his old one too. It was it I was it was he got me so. He got me. He's, uh, he's coming up with logos. I think he's got a lot of really good ones. <laughs> he's like manufacturing. He's got like a factory. He's pumping them out. Man. It's like one logo after another. No, they're all good. His old one is throwback stuff. Good. It's good stuff. It's really yeah. good stuff. This one, this one was definitely my most favorite. This I like the uh, the the gangster guy the with the cowboy hat that, and he still got the little. He got me up there on the top there. It's like yeah. it's, it's real real nice. Yeah, it's a. I, I like it a lot. The rose, the rose that you see there. That's that. You know, I don't know if he he he's talking about it, but I, I'm I'm almost sure that represents his mom. You know, oh. um, she passed away last year. And it's, oh, I didn't you know, see that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty neat that he's. You know what? He, like like I'm saying, he put a lot into it, and I think it's pretty awesome. So well done. He got me. Super super awesome. All right, let's go on to the next one. Now, the next one. This is a pretty big change, but it's all about the history of the league and this individual owner. Gore's stuff. I mean, the fact that he changed his name to Gore. I mean, we all call him Gore anyways. I don't think yeah. anyone's going around going, hey, great Odin's Raven, what's going on? Like, it's always Gore, Gore, Gore. He's, he's got the, you got Gore, he's got the horns, you know, they're bleeding. It's, it. This is awesome. Like I, I love this one. I think that he he made this all. He he took everything that he's learned from the league about his team and who he represents in the league and put it into a logo. And well done, Gore. I thought it was awesome. What do you guys think? Yeah, I really I really like this one too. And I like how he's uh, kind of differentiated what's on the helmet versus what's on the actual logo, just to kind of make it stand out that way. Um, but I, I got a good chuckle out of that when I first saw that, that he's kind of made a pivot to the actual gore. Um, I was a big fan of the, the great Odin's Raven. Um, but this, this was a, this was a perfect update. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I you? just, I think it says everything that a logo needs to say. And I think that being adaptable to what kind of the league works in a way in which there's so much story behind that. <laughs> and and it's and it's perfect like i think that's exactly what a logo is supposed to do right yeah yeah no he he made it it, it was super clever super like just spot on like i would never have saw it coming i didn't think he'd make a change i mean he's got the t-shirt the hat all the stuff you know? <laughs> like i didn't think i thought there was no way he's making a change I mean, he told me he's making a change i was like wow this will be interesting like, i i can't and he said he was making a name change, but he didn't tell me what it was going to be. So I was like, he's changing his name and his logo. This is crazy. But you know what? It all worked out perfect. Well done, Gore. I love it. Well done. All right. Very the last good. guy we got here. So <clears throat> we got a whole new name, a whole new look. Boston Mobsters. You know, like, I kind of like it. I think it's, you know, it's, it, it's like, it's like, it's like Boston himself. I'm going to do something that makes no sense. Um, it's completely unorthodox. Uh, I think is better, but may not be, but you know what? He went for it and here you go. What do you, what do you think? Start with you, Justin. I was a little confused. 
uh, to be honest with you. And I don't know if this stems from, I don't know what the timeline is when we interviewed him and on the pod, right? Was it on the pod? And we asked no, him about- we, 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 No, we didn't interview him on the pod. We brought him on, but we didn't interview him. Well, yeah, because we did the Q&A that a lot of people wanted to know. And when we talked about the Boston Strangler, we just thought that it was obviously a gangster who strangles people, but he went down this weird road of like tickling women and I feel like, like I vaguely stuff. remember that. I, I don't remember yeah. that at all. I don't remember that. Maybe you've blocked it from your mind. It got really awkward really quick. And it was like, so that's the strangler? And he's I, like, well, more of a tickler. And remember, we were calling them Boston tick tickler for a while. I think I that I think that. we got rid of that in post just to save face for him. I, I think we cut some of that out as we were trying to cut down some time. The tickler? What the yeah. tickler? And I just remember being totally weirded out by the whole thing. Like, dude, you it's a it's a it's a mobster, it's a strangler. And so I don't know if that maybe played into him changing it. Um I, I I'm glad he just kept the Boston part because I think that's yeah. really more of his logo. Yeah, yeah. No, sure. I think that looks really good. Um, the hat I'm I'm fine with. I just don't think that it's as as uh, as clean of a logo as that Boston. And look, ultimately we're all we all call him Boston. The BS is going to go. I don't know if he's going to be getting called the mobster, but uh, I think he's Boston in in my opinion. Yeah. And then the story that kind of came out was a little confusing too. I like I like the idea of the mob that there's another mobster and it's part of the family. I thought it was creative. I thought it was cool. Oh, that I love the video. I just know. didn't know that the story followed. Well, I think what he told us in the, when we had him on, I, I, maybe he told me this. I can't remember where I, maybe it was him talking to me, but I know that he was struggling with putting Boston Strangler on like his hat, you know, and that, <laughs> And that it was weird, like he's a strangler and like he didn't like that. And, you know, I think it made him feel like mm. people were going to think he was a killer or something like I think he said something like that at some point sometime. That's and, a that's a hard hat to pull off at work. <laughs> yes. So you, you want to have a crossover persona. It can't be Boston Strangler. He's <laughs> it's a sensitive workplace these days. You just you just can't do it. And I think that's what he was kind of saying was like, he, he, I think he knew he needed to make a change because I think he didn't want, I think he, maybe, maybe because he's been promoted in between there and now he thinks he's responsible. I don't know. That's like, true. No, this very well could just be, you know, before the Me Too movement, Boston Strangler, <laughs> after. Pre, got, pre and post, pre and post. Sure. Pre and post. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right. So I think it's good. I, I I think it's awesome. Also, speaking of, you know, Boston. So mobbing with, mobbing with Bungle. That's dope. They, their 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 last podcast was so good. Like, they have sucked for like well over a year. Like the last few episodes were garbage, but this one was good. Like they didn't make it about them they had terrible facts again no research before right? i mean they had all the facts messed up again but otherwise it was really good like i think they did awesome what do you guys think totally agree i i, I mean, bud hasn't bud hasn't actually seen it yet but justin what do you uh <laughs> what do you think? yeah well i'm confused a little bit when you say over the last year because i don't think one was out for a year but prior <laughs> prior to that 
the ones. This is a totally different direction. Um, the little skits, the the the, the Belichick and Tom oh Brady God. skit was yeah. hilarious. Um, I thought that I thought that every part of this and switching it up, and I think that the background was incredible uh, to be able to pull that off. And and uh, I was I was a big fan. R- really really well done, guys. But as I said, you got to go back and watch it. It was really, really good. They did a really great job. So just a little bit of insight to me. I like to uh, I like to have four or five episodes and binge them. So I was <laughs> I was I was waiting I was waiting to get a couple episodes out because I you know I've got more time now. Yeah. So we've got <laughs> I I didn't want to rush into anything, but um, you guys fair. you guys give it a stamp of approval. The funny thing is I almost almost went back and watched it today but then we decided to go on a walk um i didn't i didn't know i didn't know how much i didn't know how much homework i needed to do before the podcast so yeah which i'm gonna watch it and then i will give it the stamp of approval on the next podcast for us yeah yeah well i thought it was i thought it was good i think they're finding their groove it's and that's not easy to do you know You got it. It takes it takes a handful of episodes of anything that you kind of try and find your your groove and how it fits. And uh, I'm hopeful that we can see a lot more of them like that this year. I, I hope so too. I I, I think I, if that I think their niche that they're creating with that that interview with Belichick and Tom. Br- I hope they do stuff like that more up because that that was good stuff. It was really good. And his freaking thing about it changes logo like that's just awesome man that was so awesome like it it was good i agree i really like that part i I, when he first turned around i think i said this on maybe one of the happy hours or something it looked like baker mayfield like when he first turned around because you know baker wears that stupid hat and what and he turned around the beard is growing out or whatever and i was for a second i'm like did this guy get baker mayfield to do something Oh, come on. He I hates did. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, for a second, but how sweet would that be? That would be pretty freaking sweet. That would be super mobster. Super, I told it. I told it super mobster. That's why I put out there, like, they just put the podcast on notice, man. We got to up our game. Like, they're catching up. I mean, they got miles to go. I'm not saying, like, they're anywhere in the same, you know, they're not in the parking lot of our it's ballpark. Just, you know what I mean? It's just totally different content. I mean, they... <laughs> they have a lot at their disposal that they can do with piping different things in, which I think is, right. is, is fantastic. I think podcasts are supposed to be a little longer by nature and just kind of, but burn, I think that they, they were trying to do a podcast, but do it video. And they Before. finally took advantage of the fact that they have all the advantages of the world mm-hmm. by having it be, you know, video, they can show graphics, the whole, the whole interview thing. Like they got the advantage. They finally are taking you know they're they're looking at that and utilizing it so good job guys great great work power rankings Ooh. let's do it we're going to talk through it bud yep. i don't want you to i don't want tears i don't want anything like that but we got to talk through it we got to go through this you know what the best part of the power rankings for me are is when i send out the disclaimer that is the best part i love setting out i'm like all so excited i'm just sitting there I'm like okay if i send this out then i gotta then it's starting. I got to start. Then it's for real. Then it's for real. So I said that uh, and that that Wildcard Willie video was was pretty freaking great. So I thought it was cool that he did that. It was kind of a fun way to start it. You know, 
Irish Puddles did all the videos himself, obviously. You guys all sent videos to him. I thought it was great. But um, let's start with, well, what did you guys think of Wild Cards video? I think we mentioned it earlier, but I mean, what? any, any quick takeaways from that? Uh, I like, it was a good surprise. It was unexpected for me. And um, so I, very similar to Lee when uh, Sourdough Sammy's was a guest and uh, bashed my trading and my team, <laughs> F you. But let's start with uh, number 12 was elect the electrocutioner, new guy, Mike, awesome guy, by the way. Uh, has he been great or what? I mean, you're coming into this league, you have no idea what you're coming into, and you're coming into it during power rankings week. That was even more nuts. You know what I mean? Like, there's been a lot happening. What do you guys think coming in, being a new guy in this league this week of all weeks? I think it was easy to do for him. He's rolling with the punches. He's got a, a team that's that's only got one direction to go, and so he's – He's just excited. I, uh, as long as the first thing he does is not give away all of his best draft picks for Jimmy Garoppolo. Wait, he's already got him. So wait, wait, he's got him. so he so he's he's already ahead of the game there. So seems like a well, nice guy in the the chat that we had. So well, he's got the worst Welcome roster aboard. according to Fantasy Pros, and he's got the worst. He his his fab isn't great. He's a new guy, so he's twelfth and other, and then. He's seventh best draft. Like he's, it's, it's not good. It is not good. Yeah. Well, at least he can take some of those assets like Garoppolo and guys and bundle them and go trade them to someone else. Well, he's also got Sterling Shepard and Kyler Boyd and Robbie Ann. Like a bunch of people that people want, you know, (laughs) (laughs) should be easy. I mean, the nice thing is you only have to keep five. Plus an IDP. Yeah. So, well, good. Try, you you tell me what five he's keeping from that team. Because I think they're, he's, here's the thing. If he picks the right combination of players, he could be pretty good. But he is also in the West, which is another problem for him, which he doesn't realize how big a trouble he's in by being in the West. Yes. Well, I think everything that I continue to hear, and I think Wildcard backed it up again, is that this guy's competitive. And so I think we're all pretty competitive, but I can see with him, he's a little, he's a little quieter and he's competitive. And I think that it's going to take him, you know, a year or two, which he's, you know, which he's said openly. Um, I have a feeling he's going to be a pretty good player in this league. Well, I hope so. I mean, that's the whole point, right? We want better guys. All right, let's go to number 11. Okay. Hip hop. Sorry, buddy. This is rough. I mean, you've, you've had retirement after retirement after retirement and Looking at your roster, you have another chance to get a several retirements next year as well. So, I mean, you're right back where you started. But what you, do you know, think? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not concerned. You know, right now there's a there's a quarterback controversy between Goff and uh, Rivers. So, <laughs> uh, and who knows, Bell might just come out and be a quarterback. So, That's you true. never know what you've got. Um, I did. Uh, I did realize I don't have a first round draft pick. That is a, that does sting a little bit. Uh, You've got the ninth. Your number nine. You're the ninth on draft picks. That's rough. Yeah, but that's all right. I'm. I. I feel like uh, I've got a couple of good guys that we're going to keep, and you know, the rest could be on the trade block. They might be open. I'm. You know, I feel like this is one of the first years that I'm going to be real flexible and listen to every offer and uh, be a little bit more aggressive with uh, trying to unload some, some guys and get some different things for them. So 
I'm uh, I'm happy with where. Do you have a T Y L Y with that power ranking, C J? I know you do. T Y with L Y? No, no, no. Oh, do you have a this, this year, year, last year? Yeah, I sent out the power rankings from last year. Um, I sent that out last night. You probably saw it and forgot. Yeah, but I'm I'm guessing <laughs> I'm right at about where I was last year. So uh, let me check. Actually, let me see if I can pull it up. It might take a second, but yeah. I, okay. I did. I did have it. I did pull it up from last year because I thought it'd be fun for everyone to see what it was last year. I think, so, Bud. Bud, you should. Uh, whenever that draft pick is, maybe think about picking up Tom Brady because he's a guy that potentially might retire next year, also. So get him on your roster. I want to. I want to hide him at the bottom of the roster. Just, I'm never going to play him, but I want to keep him so it hamstrings me in the off season. You're right, Bud. You were 11th last year. Yeah. I mean, well, come on. So, yeah. Jokes on you, mother effers. Who was eighty-five? Yeah. All right, let's 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 go to the next one. All right, so products. This is this is this one was pretty surprising considering how he did last year. Well, both both of you guys were eight and five last. No, you weren't eight and five. Yeah. You were six, and six right? But yeah, the whole no, West was. No, no, I was eight and five. Oh yeah, you were eight and five. So yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, I was. Yeah, but but like with products, what what products? This fab bucks that he got might be enough to put him several spots further along, but his roster took a lot of hits in the offseason. I mean, Watson went down, Keenan Allen went down, David Johnson went down. I mean, he's got he's got some well, guys that could be good, but I don't know. What do you guys think when you look at I think, this? I think David Johnson went up for him, but the Keenan Allen situation is a hit. And um Thielen, Thielen took a hit too. Yeah, but you know, I'm I wouldn't be concerned. And Hunter Henry. I look, I agree, but it's products, and he makes the most out of the least year in and year out. Uh, and I think that his running back situation, um, with the rookie last year out of Oakland, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I think that's going to be a solid position for him. Watson's going to be fine. Um, He's just going to have to hope that that Chargers situation sorts itself out with a QB other than Tyrod Taylor. It'll change. Yeah, and and then I think he'll be just fine. He uh, but, he always finds a way to be competitive. Yeah, what I think is going to happen with him, and I, I feel like did we maybe I feel like I talked to somebody about this today, but anyways, I think the Chargers are just kind of waiting to see what happens in the draft, and then they're going to bring up, you know, they'll bring in um, another quarterback you know, either Winston or Cam or, you know, whatever um, after the draft. And that is going to change. That's going to change a lot of his, his rankings too. So, yeah. but you know what, it, it just, everything's so close. It's not like, it's not like these are, everyone's very close in this, which is the crazy thing. Little tweaks here and there are going to move people around quite a bit. So we'll yeah. go on to Bobsta's. So snap he, snapshot in time it's a snapshot in time so it sure is and we'll do another one at, you know in mid-june or whatever um before the power or before the uh, owners meeting once we've done trading and stuff like that so you look at mobsters it's like josh allen he's got baker he's got dalvin cook carry almost going on there miles sanders who knows what's going to happen there his team's his team's okay i think antonio brown is you know Maybe he'll get on somewhere. I don't know what's going on there, but you gotta love that picture I put in there. For I did. I didn't even know. Did Hawk call that out? Because then I had to go back to it. I was like, "That, that is freaking epic. That is epic. Such a great photo." 
<laughs> it's stupid that stupid fur coat. <laughs> oh, it's great. But he I has got... to work. At, he's actually got two draft picks that are untradeable and are the he's got the fourth to last and the last. So I mean that's really an anchor and those are fines. So those are real anchors on him. And you know what? Wow. Follow the rules, man. Yeah, but there's a lot of time. I it'll be interesting to see if he's ready to trade this year or not. I think that's how you get rid of those those really bad picks is you know, you trade someone and make them take one of them. Well you can't years. trade those. You can't trade those. Those are fines. Oh, those are the fine picks. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Unfineable or untradeable. They're fines. All right. Oh, wait. Yeah. One one thing. I do want to point out one of the, the fine details over in the uh, the right side of the uh, the worksheet that you've got there. There's a little toilet <laughs> next to the playoff star. That so, That is a nice touch. That is a nice touch, CJ. I like it. If you look up the side as you get further along, like if you go, you'll see like a silver star means you made the playoffs. Right. Like say you look at Justin's, there's five playoffs there. You look at yours, there's five playoffs and two championships. You look at mine, there's four stars in a championship. Here, there's a star in a toilet. (laughs) Right. So at least, at least there's a star and a toilet and not just a toilet. So. Okay, quick question. This is this is just quick, right off the top of your heads. Only team to have a, to- a toilet and a gold star. Products? No, Bungo. Come on, guys. Oh. All right, let's go on to the next one. Hawk Attack at number eight. So Hawk Attack has managed his what he can manage pretty well, but his roster is just in rough shape. I mean, he's got he's got a he doesn't really have a running back unless you want to consider Damian Williams a running back. But he's got it tough, but he's hanging in there. He's got a good draft. He's got good fab. He's got a lot of good things going for him other than his roster. What do you guys think? He's got he's got Russell Wilson. I think that's that I think huge. that's the X factor. Like you could like crap on everybody else and Russell Wilson's going to take you to the, a long long ways. Uh, that's basically what happened last year for. And I'm not sure. Yeah. 40 burger after 40 burger. He had the 11th most points. He was number, he was 11 out of 12. And he went seven and six and made it to the bitter bowl. I mean, that's, you're winning the right games, man. That's how you're doing. That's good job, Hawk Attack. All right. Now he got me at seven. This is the highest he has ever been. That's true. In the power rankings. And he missed the whole thing because I know he's busy tonight. And that's a bummer. I should have I should have checked in with him, but oh. I was checking in with the two mics, um, making sure they were ready to go because I knew they were out working. I should have checked that he got me. Sorry about that, he. But now you see two toilet bowls on this one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say who's that's a trivia question for next year. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's kudos to him. I remember the good old days when I could look over my shoulder and there was uh he got me behind me in the preseason power rankings and he's <laughs> far surpassed hip hopopotamus. So good work, Lewis. Well, he has he has the most fab dollars by a mile. He's got two, I think 217 fab bucks. So that's why his other was first, because fab bucks are the, the big part of that piece, right? And then his draft is pretty good. Like he's got, he's the fourth best draft. And um, so he's in a good place. He's got lots of fab dollars. He's got good draft capital. And now it's his roster that could shape up. I mean, 
unfortunately, Kareem Hunt and Philip Lindsay are now two very legitimate backup running backs. That's not going to be great for him. But Kenyon Drake could be the man. He could be awesome. He could be a top five running back, no problem in that offense. And Kyler Murray could be amazing. DeAndre Hopkins, all that. I mean, he's in a good place. Not, not to mention Emmanuel Sanders, you know, lands with with Drew Brees and that offense. So I yeah. think, that, you know, we've talked about it, but he, of all the moves, I think that he, uh, he had the biggest upside to his roster and, and with the Drake one really being the biggest. Well, I think he went, you know, he went from the toilet bowl to eight and five. He was the most improved team coming out of 2018 and then back into the toilet. That's got to hurt. Like, so I think, it'll be interesting to see how he handles this off season. I think it's real for him. Like, I think he, he I think he's going to really, we'll see what he does. I think he was a little conservative last year, but you know, we'll see what happens. All right. Going on to the next one, bungle nation. So here's the hilarious thing. His draft last year, his draft was unbelievable. And he actually did do great in his draft, right? I mean, he had a C plus draft with, and he had the best draft going into that but his c plus didn't do great got lamar jackson got zeke the whole thing we're not going to talk about it i know it's a big deal and he ran away with it but what's crazy is he was number one in total points and number one in idp points so it tells you that defense wins championships evidently Mm. but his team he's taken a few hits on his roster his roster second draft 11th and other he's right there in the middle but i mean if he if he had managed his draft, he'd be running away with the power rankings. You know what I mean? What do you guys think, Bud? You go first. Uh, I just it's uh, it's always funny to see the uh, the champ from last year, you know, running away with it, and then he's still middle of the pack come uh, preseason rankings or whatever. But I I mean I think it comes down to if you have if you've got those five really good offensive keepers and you've got one stud on defense it's i mean yeah you can have a good draft or whatever but it's like that's the majority of your points right there and is those five keepers are stacked and so i'm i don't know i think he's gonna have another great year and lamar jackson's only getting better especially in the regular season well and the other thing he's there like you look at his roster he's got he's he his draft it's going to improve. He's going to get better draft picks because he's got depth. Now, I don't know if he's serious about going with AJ Green. If he is, then he can, you know, carry McLaren, AJ Brown, you know, Zach Ertz, Calvin Ridley, Chris Carson. He's got a lot that he could trade with, you know, depending on how aggressive he wants to be or not be. So he's got a, he's got a thing there. What he doesn't have in that, I'm going to call it out to everyone because he's the back to back champ, he's got one quarterback. So if hopefully nothing would happen, you never want your, your quarterback to go down with an injury over the summer. But if that were to happen, people are going to have to pay. He's going to, he's going to have, he's going to go into that without a quarterback. He's got the draft one and it's going to be rough for him. So it's interesting. He doesn't have a backup option, but not that he would probably need one because he would keep probably keep, you know, um, Lamar anyways. But anyways, I think Bungle's in good place. Even though he's 11th, he does have, you know, a fine draft pick, but he'll do fine. He'll, he'll improve that. I think by the end of the summer, he's top three for sure. And I'm no question about it. Justin, you want to add anything? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) 
I forget that you guys are rivals nowadays. All right. So then end zone. Here we go. End zone. Now end zone. Same team, same story, all this. Again, his draft, again, 10th draft. That's his roster's third. You know, that's what's pulling him down, his draft. Now, is he going to be aggressive enough to improve his draft? You know, history says no. <laughs> you know, but what do you think, Justin? I don't know. I love end zone to death, obviously. But he's already called out the fact that he's going to keep his same keepers. And in my mind, I know that he had some young keepers and they have a lot of upside. But if you go into a trading period, really with your mind closed, it doesn't leave you obviously any options to improve from that standpoint. I just feel like, and maybe it's just my mentality. And I think there's a handful of people in the league that kind of had the same one is um, you get attached to people, but if you're not out there shaking it up, I think that's how you make really the, you know, the, the, the biggest difference to your keepers and your keepers are such, uh, I'd be interested. What's his um, percentage well, of points by keepers? His keepers, he it was it's pretty high. It's it's like about forty third. Oh, yeah. But I, you know, he only had four point eight points out of trades like that, and, and that's the thing with Enzo. He's not. He's 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 banging on the waiver wire where he was second. Like he's, you know, had the second most points out the waiver wire. Yes, he's definitely trolling the waiver wire. Him and he got me are always out there. You know, they're making every move they can. And bringing in everything, I think that's great. But his draft points were eight, and his trade—he was by far and away the worst when it comes to trade points. Right, four points for the whole year off of traded players—it's not what yeah. you want. I don't want to beat him up too bad because he was right there last year, and he's got a strategy, and his strategy is what it is: his keepers and working the waiver wire. Yeah, he, it, he was close last you're right. year. You're right. It's easy to bang on him where he had the second most points scored against him. The second yeah. most, over 2,000 points. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, that's bad crazy. Luck. It's bad it's luck. It's just everyone's got their game. He had an A-plus draft last year. He did great. Everything worked out for him, but it just the, the things just didn't fall for him. I, I think Enzone's the favorite in the East for sure. Like, there's no question in my mind who the favorite in the East is. Sorry, bud. It's not – I don't want to make it about the podcast. It's just – put it that way all right you know when I'm, I'm not this isn't bs this isn't bs and bungle now mobster and bungle would never mob and with bungle would never do that but bs and bungle that's all they did Talk about that's why stuff. that's why i'm on the show keep it you guys keeping it real you're not uh you're not placating to the other hosts <laughs> all right so the next thing let's talk about this real quick is the uh the contest so i threw that out there last second what do you guys think when you saw it like were you guys expecting anything or what 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 did you what went through your minds when you saw this thing drop out there well i had i had seen that i was not going to go any higher than 11 so (laughs) i i actually took a walk so i and i left my phone at home and i didn't i didn't realize there was a prize had i known i may have been involved but uh, I, i apologize how many walks are you going on these days? It's a lot. Where I'm <laughs> nothing else to do. I'm more I'm more active than I have been in a long time, and I feel great. So, you know, in in it's between in between the rain showers, I'm getting some cardio. 
I don't know. It feels like you had an opportunity to watch the uh, BS and with Bungle or Walk. You chose Walk. You had power <laughs> rankings or Walk. You chose Walk. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because, you know, Prodex even here and belly aching about it, going on walks and all complaining. He won the contest. I know. I was. I I felt like Irish Puddles was coming real hard, and I had had just about enough, and I knew it was only going to come harder. So I just I wanted to give it a rest, and I was like, Justin's going to be number one again. I'm going to be sad because he's number one. Um, I don't care where CJ falls out. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take a break. It was actually dinner time. I didn't take a walk, so I powered off. Okay, well, it's fine in the off season, but if you join some walking group that meets, meets on yeah. Sunday mornings at ten, you're out of the league. Or out of the league, something like that. Guaranteed. Well, True colors. I, I will say that we are very fair weather walkers, and it, we haven't taken a walk in the rain yet. So I mean, plenty of rain in the fall and the winter. So yeah, that means I'm I'm sure. power walking in place during Sunday football. All right. So that was good. I'm glad. Hey, congratulations, products. He nailed it right out of the gate. I know he put he put DC for Badonka Bronx. He spelt Gore wrong. He spelt Badonka Bronx wrong. But I got what he was trying to say there. So he nailed it. I saw people going through into the uh, Power Rankings channel, and I was like, "Up, ah. I'm ball. They're out. They're out. They're out." And you're supposed to do it. One, two, three. I put all the rules in there. You got to read the whole thing, man. Irish Puddles. So Irish Puddles saved by his draft. He's got the number one draft because he's got all fifth round picks. I think he's got all of them, right? I think they're all, <laughs> he's got all the fifth rounders you could ask for. So, you know, his other is bad because he doesn't believe in bad points. So, <laughs> you know what? Like it's rough out there, but he's got a good team. I mean, Mahomes and Christian McCaffrey, you got those guys, build around those guys. That's all you got to do. And if OBJ, maybe he'll be better. I think Baker Mayfield's going to be better. I really do. I think he's going to be fine. But what do you guys think? Let's start with you, Justin. Um, I was confused by the Under My Umbrella song. I mean, I got the tie-in with the whole thing. <laughs> but come on. That was, that was the dumbest song <laughs> of all of the songs. If we're ranking the songs, that was number 12. And I, <laughs> Well, and the thing about it is, like, he's the one putting all this together, and he's like, oh, send me your uh, video and your walk-up song. He's been thinking about Under My Umbrella for four months. <laughs> oh, really? blow their minds with my logo, because I got an umbrella. <laughs> so, sorry, continue, Justin. Well, and I get it, and maybe I can send a there's got to be a cooler umbrella song out there someplace like i get the umbrella tie-in give me like five minutes i'll find a better umbrella song than that one yeah, yeah we don't need to talk about irish pals he's been we've been hearing that song <laughs> all night long like i think we're good enough yeah he did a good job with everything though so i'll give him that but his stuff he did great he did amazing like i'm telling you like he and i have been talking about this for i don't know well over a month we start talking about it back in february it's like hey let's do something fun for the gang and you know let the guys you know let's really make power rankings great i really want to make this it actually worked out great because i want to make this a week of just fun stuff to kind of just to you know make it exciting for football but it turned out with everything going on it was kind of a nice little 
relieve. So, anyways, next up is Badonka Bronx. I got lucky with my draft and my other, you know, it's everything worked out pretty well there. You know, my, my roster is not that great. Um, but that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, next one, Gore. So this is funny because you and Gore, it was when I, I you know, I checked this often leading up to it. And this is based on the, the, the rosters are based on last Sunday. That's when I put them together and I sent the final rankings over to Irish Puddles to put into the videos. But Gore was number one every week leading up to it until last weekend. So I'm not sure exactly what changed, but it was just enough that, you know, he got, you know, you, you Duck Cowboy, you ended up being in the front. But did you guys see that? Now, did anyone see the picture that I put for Jameis Winston in there? <laughs> crab legs. Not. Is that crab legs? No, he's doing the, you know, the whole... I'm eating a W for lunch or whatever it was. Oh, oh yeah, the W. <laughs> We're doing a win. We're gonna eat. The, we're gonna have this win for lunch. That's beautiful. That's so perfect. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but you know what? Gore's Gore's always gonna be good. He's got good depth. I mean, now he's got he's back to three top tier receivers. And he's got, you know, I think his main problem is his quarterback situation, right? Like, oh, no, until it's a problem. Yeah. I, I just, they're going to put up, he got another receiver in that same offense. They're just going to put up points again. I, well, Gore, how do you Gore's get scary this year? Well, he's a little bit like end zone, right? I mean, he had 9.7 points for trade. Like, that's all, like, and that came off of the Tyrell Williams trade where I got, Devin Singletary, and I know he hates it when I bring that up, but you know, um, that's he's he's kind of like Enzo. He's very conservative. I'm gonna go with what I have, I'm gonna build things around, and it's working for both of them. They're both in the top five. Like, hey, I'm not criticizing anybody here, but you know, he's that it's just he's got a lot of the same guys year over year. What do you guys think? Yeah, bud? well, he's, well, go ahead, Justin. He's second, he's second in keep keeper points. And he's third in the waiver points. I think that's a pretty good <laughs> resume for, for success. It's not bad. It's not bad. But that's is uh is is Julio Jones gonna be a thing this year or is is he gonna come around? Is, I don't know. He's, he's number he's number two for a reason. Um it's funny, like looking at last year, he was only six and seven, but he is in the West. Right. He's the third most points and he didn't make the playoffs. That's insane. Yeah. And it's like the funny thing is too, looking at the five stars with no championships, that's I'm all the, the quintessential uh <laughs> bridesmaid, but never the bride. And it's I'm all next year it uh it could be it could come down to him. So Gore Gore's always in the conversation, always, right? Like no no one goes into playing Gore and is not prepared, right? Like everyone's looking at their roster a little bit little bit more during the weeks that they're playing gore i i don't care what anyone says and that last week which we just needed to not lose to irish puddles by 54 60 or, or something <laughs> it was a blowout <laughs> he got beat by 65 points and it was just like so <laughs> it sucks man that just sucks because he probably would have got in there i didn't i didn't run the numbers i have no idea but i'm sure he would have been fine in the playoffs 
Who knows? It would have been awesome to give Irish Puddles crap all year because he was already talking about changing the rules and stuff because he thought he wasn't going to make the playoffs and all that stuff. But you didn't hear about that now because, you know, he made the playoffs. So that's a bummer. Well, Gore's, and he keeps bringing it up, and I think he threw it out today also, or I think he threw it out in his video that, you know, he's shopping Julio. He implied that. He sure did. Just one of those players that it's like, the talent on that guy and ultimately the numbers that he puts up each year. Why do more people not want him? Cause I know he shopped him last year. Also, it's just like this. It's this really high risk, high reward guy. Yeah. Is but it- you want this on a guy you want, if you're a team that's it's in it for a championship, then you want him on your squad. Hence yeah. Gore. Gore has him on his team. He's a, he's got a championship roster with, if he does nothing, you know what I mean? Like he can, do no no trades over the summer. Go in, and he's got a championship roster right out of the gate. He's got the third best draft, yeah. right? I mean, he's he's and he's got the second. He's got a lot of bad. He's got great draft. He's got a great roster. Like, what's not to like? I agree. He's just been unlucky a few years. Yeah, it's been rough. It's been real. I mean, he won the bitter bowl twice, two years in a row. That's bummer. But hey, at least he's winning bowl games. All right. Then we end with Duck Cowboy. With Duck Cowboy. First in roster, obviously. I mean, your roster is pretty awesome. Right? I mean, you've got so much depth. Obviously, you're going to be wheeling and dealing this summer. So, anyways, what do you think, bud? What do you think of this nonsense that is Duck Cowboy? I felt like Gore was the... Uh left at the altar without uh, getting hitched right there. Justin is just as... Five... five league or uh what is it five division six. championships six playoff runs uh oh yeah four yeah, division look. championships yeah five is that not across the top there oh that's best record so yeah scoring champ toilet bowl ch- i mean he's got <laughs> he's got everything but that gold star and that's it's i mean this is he's this got- is this is the year this two- is the year <laughs> two bitter bowl championships one toilet bowl championship Four division championships, way more than anyone else. Well, one more than anybody else. Scoring champ one year, best record one year. He's got a Duck Heisman. He's been to the playoffs six times. Yeah, I mean, what's not to like about Duck Cowboy? <laughs> right? He can't get that ring. What do you think, Duck Cowboy? Uh, it's nauseating, but... <laughs> and, and really, the cherry on top, not that I like to talk about it ever is i just don't make a trade then i've got that ring in the bag <laughs> by a long shot so like everything you guys named off and then that little salt in the wound it's uh yeah that's it's painful right. but look what i will say about the rankings is that's great i'm at the top of the rankings it means nothing because i can't keep all these players and so ultimately I'm going to have to trade them. So lines are open, hit me up, but <laughs> trading them makes my competitors better and sends me to the draft to try and find more talent. So this is all going to continue to even out. And I think that that's what's happened each year. Um, why we've created so much parody is because this kind of continues to happen a little bit. Um, and uh, it's just kind of a, it's, it's kind of what's happened with the league. So we'll see where it goes. I mean, obviously I'm going to compete another year 
but my draft is not great. It'll get a little bit better and I'll lose some of those keepers and other people will gain them. <laughs> oh, really? Is that how it works? Wait, <laughs> how is that? Ha- what's what? How does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> or I can try and get like the first five picks in the draft and not trade somehow and not trade any of those and try and just draft them all, but it doesn't work I like dare, this. I dare you to try that. Well, it's not going to happen. I mean, the only way to get those is to trade players, or I could pay I, cash. Mm. <laughs> I tried to pay cash for a player once, and I couldn't get it done. It's just too <laughs> I hard. I think I offered, I offered uh, Irish Puddles one time, and I'm not kidding. I offered him $300 in cash for Des Bryant. <laughs> go for it. It's not it's not a bad idea this time around. I, well, now I can't afford it with this whole stupid coronavirus. I'm, I'm broke now. Like nope. it's just, but the nonsense is that for for years the thought process has been, well, the rich get richer. They really don't. This is a pretty liberal league. No one's talking about the rich getting richer these days. That's for sure. Yeah, that was the motto for quite a few years, and uh, the rich give back. Well, real quick, did anybody uh, for Bud's bag? I was just, did you? I know we're not talking about oh, yeah. Corona, Corona stuff, but uh, was curious. I I saw that uh, Lewis was keeping the family busy doing stuff. Did you guys, uh, you guys doing anything uh, to keep yourself busy? I know to to set the stage. We uh, over the last week and a half, we've done a bunch of painting inside the house. Um, we uh, we we cat we caught two giant rats in the backyard uh deader than shit right in the trap like real life yeah. stuff um so yeah we're, we're we're moving on to other things but what uh what have you guys been doing to keep yourself busy oh justin well we got a slew of stuff i'll i'll narrow it down um we did the old egg drop you know where you come oh. up with the apparatus that nice. will that will uh keep the egg from breaking and so my daughters both kind of went to their rooms put whatever together and then of course as any competition I was like I need to get something put together too so (laughs) I grabbed an egg and uh all three we dropped them off the stairs they were all safe so we went uh to the upstairs bedroom window dropped them outside all three (laughs) success nice nice yeah pretty pretty cool that's awesome that's very nice well we I mean uh Janie's been doing like cooking stuff online like the good thing is like all the chefs are like doing all these free things um online and so she's like just like this is like the greatest thing ever for her you know she's doing all this stuff and because she's not working right I mean it's like they're the hotel I mean Taylor Taylor works there too it's it's closed Taylor and and Janie luckily weren't laid off you know they laid off a ton of people but luckily not Taylor and, and Janie so there's being furloughed but um you know it's been like Janie's been just gobbling it up she's been doing some French stuff I just been like cleaning it like I did the garage I've done the, the <laughs> room I but I've been planning for this all this kind of stuff you know I redid the backyard and we went and got some some plants and stuff and I redid a bunch of the plants in the backyard it's you know, I don't know. I'm going crazy, guys. Like, this is not working out for old CJ at all. I got another month of this. It's rough. Rough. Yeah. I, I will get a little sappy, though. It's my wife works retail, and I work Monday through Friday, and she's actually 
um, working from home too. And so it's been nice to have a lot of uh, that unplanned FaceTime that we normally don't get on the weekends and, yeah. and everything. And so it's, it's, I'm trying, I'm, I'm counting my blessings at this point. And um, so we've got another month to go before we potentially get the new, the next round of whether we go back to work or not. And it's, it's yeah. been pretty great. And uh, for those of you, I know, Justin, you're going through it to the old, uh, I'm not calling it homeschooling. I'm calling it schooling at home because I don't, <laughs> I want them to understand that this is, uh, you know, they're in charge of it. It's, um, she put a real great plan together. And so the, the boys are getting, they're getting used to it. They don't love it. We obviously don't love it, but we're, uh, we're making it through and it's, I'm trying to uh, just really be appreciative of the, the time that we, we don't normally have. Um, so that's my sappy segment. Nice. I like it, bud. I, I hear you. I mean, it's Jay and I definitely got to spend a lot more time together too. It's been, it's been pretty awesome. It's been a really positive experience there. I just, man, staying at home. I don't know. I'm not good at home guys. Like it's rough. Yeah. yeah it's a new normal for a while. And while you guys have positive stories and as do I, uh, as far as spending <laughs> oh. time with my wife and family, there are a lot of people out there that are probably going to be divorced in a couple of months. Yeah. Um, yeah, which, is, which is hilarious. So, uh, Justin's jibber jabber. Just, 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 Justin. Justin's jibber jabber. I just uh, thought about this, and I know that one of our biggest segments was um, was Mike Tyson versus the uh, gorilla. <laughs> yes, yes. Wait, it was ten Mike Tysons against the orangutan. <laughs> That's correct. Ten. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a orangutan. It was the silverback. Yeah, it was oh, a silverback. Silverback. Who right. would you take, a silverback or ten oh, Mike Tysons? Geez. We should follow up and see if anyone's opinion has changed on that. Um, <laughs> we need to. We need to get the electrocutioner's opinion on that. See where he stands. Yeah, good but, point. We don't know what he likes. I mean, he, he could be totally for Mike Tyson. I yeah. don't know. Well. That was that was uh, that was amazing. I think maybe we should pull up the archives of that and just kind of throw it out. But <laughs> you know what? You know what we should do? What we should do is do like an uh, like a uh, all time podcast. Oh, yeah. the, pull up a best of. Best yeah, of. do a best of. Talk about it, and then let's read the top about it on the podcast. Like, that'd be fun. Taylor, we'll have to figure that out. That'd be a good project, though. While we're all kind of, you I, know, we got time. It should be kind of fun. I think we need to do it, but today on a big text thread, it was um, the question was thrown out: Do you believe in Bigfoot? Oh, and uh, and it went. I mean, there's a lot of information in this. Uh, there's just a lot of time for people right now. <laughs> you think that the U.S. government could track any anybody anytime, and they can't find freaking Bigfoot? CJ, it's because they don't want to. <laughs> maybe not he he is single-handedly driving tourism in oregon and washington to goofballs <laughs> oh, okay, so. So it's, it's those those liberal bastards in in salem and olympia that are <laughs> fake news time. fake news cj there was a gentleman on this thread that has a friend who's oh, of course he does. is he florida Same. man is he florida man here in Oregon, he's seen Bigfoot twice. He's no. come upon a Bigfoot twice. <laughs> twice. I, 
which is like, I guess, being struck by lightning twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get killed either time. He didn't have a camera because this was back in like the early, like early 90s and cameras weren't. Oh, I thought you were going to say 1600s. <laughs> so. Are you your friend, Justin? I mean, yeah. he's 500 no, he's... years old. Please. No, I just happened to be counting this text chain. And so where I'm going with this is I was, I thought it was odd of the 15 people on the text chain that like six were absolutely, they exist. All right, let's throw it out there on Slack tonight, Justin. Put it out there. Let's see. Let's see what people think. You'll learn a lot about some people. I I want to believe, but just so you guys know, they only live in Alaska. God's <laughs> truth. God's <laughs> truth. That is so stupid. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll do one in another couple of weeks. We got time. Let's do another one. This is fun. It's a good distraction. Hey, guys out there, miss everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy. All that good stuff. Keep and washing man. your hands. Great power ranking, CJ. Great job. Thanks. Yeah. Irish I, Puddles, thanks so much, man. All IP, right, don't guys. take it personal. It's part of the show. Bye, guys. <laughs> it's like, yeah.